as we welcome in Ryan Leslie from uh, Rogers Sportsnet. Good morning, Ryan. Welcome back to Sports 1440. Mr. Carius, thanks for having me. How are you? Oh, just doing outstanding here, and thanks for coming on. Really appreciate and enjoy talking to you, uh, all of our engagements uh, over the years. So, first of all, yes. you know what? Last night, I mean, everyone's been talking about the, the Blake Coleman hand pass. I, I look at it like this. this. What happened, what I saw, that's the dumbest, stupidest, yeah. correct call yeah. that I think I've ever seen. I don't know. what's. Yeah, the, I mean, you know. It it hurts be, uh, if you're. It doesn't matter what team you are. It just hurts because if you're a fan and you paid whatever money, whatever rink, whatever team you cheer for, that was a really good game, Kev. And mm-hmm. and to have it kind of have that now. Full credit to the Leafs and their uh, and their uh, video coaches. I mean, they are top notch uh, to pick up on that. Not a lot of us did in real time. The refs, Sheldon Keefe, uh, our eyes. I mean, there was some. Uh, it was contact, so yeah. it's the right call, but there's an issue, I think, with the spirit of the call, and yeah. uh, I think that will be one that may be looked at in the future. I don't want to stand on the soapbox and rant and rave, but mm-hmm. that, that's one that kind of ruined a otherwise really good game, and uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun last night just mm-hmm. to kind of see the ebbs and flows of that one, but unfortunately, that had a, a lot of impact on it. Well, was it about like 45 seconds before the goal was scored, Ryan, about that, or...? Uh, I'd have to double yeah, check the time, I but I think you're right. It was, long ways. If, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was that long, but yeah. it might have been. I'd have to go back. But and I say, you know, that had an impact on the game. But so too did Austin Matthews, oh. who was lights out. And uh, boy, when those big boys get going, uh, I mean, that wasn't. You know, the Flames will say it's the right call. It sucked, but that wasn't why they lost the game. It was turnovers for mm-hmm. them. So. You don't sit there and, and make excuses uh, as a player, as a coach, or or certainly as anybody uh, covering this team. You kind of look at really the root of the problem. And it was turnovers, and, and the big boys uh, went to work. Uh, Ryan Leslie from Rogers Sportsnet, our guest on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. I did catch uh, a few minutes, and it was a brief uh, final uh, postgame conf- conference from Coach Ryan Hoska. Boy, he, he mentioned the word neutral zone about 10 times, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of uh a lot of the uh, storyline came down to that neutral zone. Um but if you look a little deeper, you know, I think we want to point to Matthews, we want to point to the call, we want to point to turnovers. But yeah, for him there that's where the battle uh, lay and that's uh that's fair and and you know I think if you're Calgary, you've been really happy with a lot of those uh, zones in the last four or five games. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh it's one that um you know, I think coaches will dissect completely differently. Um, but there was still lots to like. I mean, you're up two nothing. You gave that up. You felt good going into the third, where you're the best team, one of the best teams in the third period comeback department. So, and you knew Toronto was giving up leads. So you felt as though, okay, we get a little momentum here. You get her moving, and then Connor Zary did what he did. And uh, but yeah, the neutral zone. You know, I think that's more for coaches to break down, but certainly. The eye test. Uh, there was a number of things there that uh, that stood out last night. Hey Ryan, we you know Toronto was here you know a couple of days before, and I mean the atmosphere was electric at Rogers. A similar situation for you last night with the Leafs there. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean blue and white travel really well. I mean, um, you know it was a great atmosphere, and there was buzz right before. And how could there not be in your great city? Because 
of the uh, superstar power at both ends. Oh. So, you know, I, I get it. Like, that, that to me is a marquee matchup. That should be coast-to-coast, prime time, all of it. Yeah. And Calgary, uh, full marks for getting, um, you know, most of their game going last night. But, yeah, I had a great chat with uh, Brad Terliving, the GM at least, former GM of the uh, Flames, and, you know... <laughs> He's still adjusting to everything that is that market, and uh, it's it's a fascinating read on uh, on the, the game and the media and that hype that you were talking about and the excitement. I mean, it is it's a different animal out there, and I know Edmonton's intense. I know Vancouver's pretty intense, and uh, Toronto is just you know Montreal certainly, but Toronto's a different beast, I think, and. Uh, and so with that comes hype whenever they come into another Canadian building. It's mm-hmm. wild. Ryan Leslie with us on Sports 1440, kind of at the halfway mark. And, you know, we were asking, I, I had Dan Rosen on uh, a little earlier, and he was talking about Nathan McKinnon being his, I guess, hard trophy pick right now at the halfway point going mm-hmm. into the All-Star yeah. game. Uh, who would you say that would be for the Flames right now, or could you just kind of oh. narrow it down to one? Yeah, I don't know if, if the Flames have anybody uh, in that conversation, uh, in that Nathan McKinnon. I, I mean team-wise. Sorry, team-wise, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> team-wise, I mean, Blake Coleman has done everything. He's been in the third period. He's, you know, one of the best in the third period, uh, leading the team. Uh, he's a leader. He's a heart and soul guy. He's great with the media. He's, you know, I said this on the broadcast. When I come back, I want, you know, I want to come back as Blake Coleman one day. I don't know if it's the... Two Stanley Cups, the uh, uh, Dallas Cowboys <laughs> yeah. uh, cheerleader wife, who's just a wonderful person who comes from a great family, two beautiful kids, and one on the way. Uh, you know, great contract extension. He's leading the team. He's, or I guess, a great contract when he came to Calgary, I should say. And, uh, you know, he's leading the team in scoring and, and just an overall well rounded, good person. So that that's a guy that for me would be right in there, but Jacob Markstrom's been their MVP. There's no denying it. Uh, he's been just so good, and uh, and I hope that he's getting the recognition around the league because he has been one of the best. Now, his numbers early on took a hit. He's come back, and even, you know, when he battled back, you know, out of that, the way the things started there, but then he got injured. And he came back from that finger, and he's just been yeah. lights out, honestly, Kevin. Like, he's just been, you know, it's almost like that trend you see with Markstrom. One year is a little bit down, and the next year he's, you know, all-world. And right now he's been all-world. So they obviously, with this, you know, latest injury, which I don't know if he's going to play. They're off today. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to play against the Oilers tomorrow. He's still out with the lower body day-to-day. Um, so we'll see. But, uh Calgary is, I mean, they're just feeding off whatever he's doing. So I would say it's Markstrom and then it's Coleman. I want to come back as Ryan Leslie. So, yeah. bald, <laughs> short, pasty. Uh, where do you, I, there's a lot of other places. I got British teeth from the 1700s. Yeah, it's. You, it's you, really great over you were there. sort of kind of describing yourself like uh, Costanza in that one episode, yeah. the, the short, quirky, bald man to Marissa Tomei. Yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> look angry, look busy too. So, yeah, now let's let's set the bar a little higher. Okay? <laughs> oh, come on now. Uh, you know what, Ryan? Every time I turn a Flames game on, it seems uh, Igor Sharangovich scores a goal in yeah. the last little bit. Man, he's on fire, isn't he? He has, and you know, lots have been made about 
how he's now outscoring uh, Tyler Toffoli, which is great because he's he's younger and he did have a good season with New Jersey a couple of years ago, and uh, you know where the offense was there. But this was a guy who, when they acquired him, they kind of put on that whiteboard in the summer the old uh, have him on the top line, and it didn't really look like the right call uh, early on. They gave him a, a look there. He dropped all the way down to the fourth line. And then you start to say, okay, wait a minute, some language, some systems, some you know, new teammates, everything's new. And, you know, I know that isn't always the excuse for every player that comes to a new situation. There's guys who light it up right away. But this guy was just getting his feet wet a little bit. Um, and then he took off. And he has been lights out, second in uh, team scoring. And, you know, timely goals. Uh, he's got a skill set that they don't, necessarily have Kevin like you know when it comes to shootouts or breakaway or one-on-one you know you guys are blessed with a lot of those players up there they don't have a lot of that here mm-hmm. and he's kind of one that they've identified as there's maybe a little bit of that skill uh, that is unique to this market they don't have a lot of it. it's a bit more of a pack mentality grind it out play hard both ways all that they don't have that game breaker I think you know where I'm going and yeah. I think you know he's one that Wait a minute. Maybe given the fact that he's a little bit younger, he's a little more comfortable now. He's a little bit more. Um, he's getting rewarded, and uh, you know, Tyler Toffoli was a leading goal scorer here and was a great piece. He wanted long term, uh, you know, term and dough, and it just didn't make a lot of sense given where they were with everything in their current situation. So when they made that move, everything okay. Well, we'll see. That's. An example of them getting younger and don't know a lot about this guy, and it's uh, a feather in uh, Craig Conroy's cap because uh, this is working out now, mm-hmm. and it's working out dollars and cents wise now and long term right now, uh, and it's working out production wise. So hey, um, good on him, and he's been a factor, uh, like a legitimate factor, yeah. on most nights. Ryan Leslie with us uh, on Sports 1440. Ryan, what are the chances? Can you put a percentage on Elias Lindholm and how, I guess, confident are you confident? I mean, Frank Saravalli has Elias Lindholm basically at the top of his trade board. Is there a chance he can sign in, in Calgary and stay? I don't think so. Um, but I don't. And you say when you look at scenarios like this and, You'd say to yourself, "Well, that one, man, you can't. That's a two-way centerman. That's a guy who had X number of points with Matthew and John, and he's really responsible. And he's, you know, he's in the prime of his career. All these things, but you know, his financial uh, hopes are a little too lofty here. You know, they've they've been saddled with some contracts that are tough to swallow, and they, not to suggest that." Elias Lindholm isn't a good hockey player. He's an elite hockey player. But I just don't know with the dough. And, you know, he may come to a point, too, where he doesn't want to come down from what he wants, and they can't come up, and his production's down. And, you know, it's just one of those things. I just don't see it, mm-hmm. to be to be honest with you. Um, I'd be happy to be wrong. He's a good hockey player. But if you're looking at what the dollars and cents look like, that's another one where you say, okay, if it's, if it's nine million, or if it's uh, you know nine times eight, you just can't. I don't think you can do that given the direction of of this team right now. So time will tell, but I'm not holding my breath on that one. 
Ryan, what have you made of the play of Connor Zary since his call-up? Uh, we saw some just, you know, bright flashes, glimpses so many times during the games. And, you know, he's still trying to find his way. Uh, but, boy, he is, he's is he been a, an exceptional, I guess, call-up and, and to the start of his NHL career. Is there any more that they can ask of him uh, in the early going here? Well, uh, you can always ask more of younger players in so many ways, you know, that don't jump out. Um Again, both sides, you know, offensive, defensive, uh, special teams, you know, you name it. But I'm going to tell you, I didn't see this coming, Kevin. I didn't see this kid making this kind of an impact. There was no indication. Now, he was a first-round pick, so you have to say, well, Ryan, come on, the first-rounder. Brad Living traded down twice and got him. And and, and Tree mentioned to me recently, you know, I, I may have held him back a little bit uh, last year, um, just for a number of reasons. He kind of put that on himself. Um, I saw nothing to indicate to me, anyhow, even as recently as his training camp, that he was ready. And I'm not trying to dump on the guy. I'm just saying I didn't see it. I am so impressed with this young man. I am so impressed with his play, his poise, his decision-making. He's still learning the NHL game. And there's going to be a few bumps in the road, 100%. But what you're seeing from this kid on and off the ice is just such a pleasant surprise. He's such a pleasure to deal with. I love watching him play. I I, I got to say, and again, I got to go back to saying, I didn't see him playing like this at any point since he's been drafted. I Junior, I didn't see, I didn't have eyes on him in person. But this is... You know, credit to him, credit to Nazem Kadri, credit to Martin Pospisil, this line. Uh, I credit the coach for giving him these opportunities. They sent him down with, you know, instructions. Be mad. Take this. Yeah, be mad and use it and come back up. I can't say enough good things about him. Um, this guy's got a smile, you know, a mile long. Every day he's at the rink. Uh, his dad, we had a chance to meet him on the dad's trip. Just a great guy, great stories. These are the type of players that you really root for. Now, is he a late-round draft pick who doesn't stand a chance? Is this a Rudy-like uh, situation? No. But this is what you hope for. This is what you want to see. And uh, if you're a Flames fan, you know, he's, I think you got a real reason to be not, – I'm not talking about, you know, top five overall pick excitement. But I'm talking about you got somebody here – in your top six for the next number of years. I, I'm careful to not put too much uh, on him, mm-hmm. but I just think, you know, when you watch him play, man, it's, we talked about that one-on-one Yegor Sharangovich skill set. I wonder if this is a guy who's a, a playmaker and a finisher. He's got a nose for the game and the net, and I don't know, I just like watching him play. I really do. Ryan Leslie with us. One more for you, Ryan, from uh, Roger Sportsnet on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. Just your, your thoughts on tomorrow. I'm sure I'm sure the Calgary fans and the Flames would like nothing more than to break this 12-game uh, winning streak that the Oilers are on. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, this is going to be an exciting Saturday night. Now, two teams are in very different positions uh, as we... As we discuss at the moment, uh, full marks to what Edmonton is doing uh, for the bumpy ride that it was and has been. I don't think anybody, not, you know, I speak from somebody who's in another market and is in every other NHL markets. Uh, 
everybody knew that this was going to happen. I don't know if everybody predicted 12, Kevin, but mm. there's just too much talent there not to turn this around. So you tip your cap, you buckle up, and you hope that everybody on that given night, if you're the opposition, is dialed in. There's no reason not to be. There's no reason to ever take this team lightly. There's no reason not to have your A game. It's Saturday night. It's hockey night in Canada. It's the Battle of Alberta. And it is one team that is rolling. And it's another team that's hanging on for dear life. I can't wait to see how it all goes down. It could be a beautiful game. It could be a blowout. It could be a slop fest. I, I don't anticipate any any real violence of any kind. But I think we could be in store for an actual hockey game that that gives you a little bit of, uh, well, most of everything. And, uh, and I'm excited about it. It's it's uh, it's a team. If you can't get up for this, I don't know why you watch the game. I think fans in both markets were really looking forward to the Leafs coming to town uh, in both cities uh, this week. But I think both cities will trump that and say, this is the one I've had my eyes on, especially with what, what's uh, been going down. Hey, Ryan, thanks for sharing some time with us this morning. And uh, we'll see you at the rink soon. Take care, buddy. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And uh, enjoy Saturday night. It's going to be a good one. Uh, thanks a lot, Ryan.